1: Hey guys, sorry Delamot here. This is a recent Facebook Live that we've uploaded as a podcast. Enjoy. Hey there, trial attorneys. I'm just getting my notes up here. Today's a little bit of a weird day as um, my dad is in uh, surgery. So I'm kind of to hear back from them and see how that's all working. So good to be with you this morning this Wednesday morning. We are going to be talking about uh, the scariest part of Wadir and how to handle that and uh, how to maybe think about that a little differently. But um, you know, before we start, if you missed my Facebook live on my main page 45 minutes ago, I did an entire Facebook live on um, Joe Biden so if you guys have been following this I think this is really important for you to understand as trial attorneys I just think it's huge and so if you haven't been following uh, Joe Biden of course is ramping up for a presidential run and as that has been occurring then in the news you know the women have been coming forward talking about how extremely uncomfortable they have been um, with his touchy feeliness. and I just kind of loved what uh, Nancy Pelosi said uh, where she She said that it's not about your intent, it's about how it's received. And so before we talk about what I plan to talk about, I just wanted to kind of throw this out here. You can go back to my Facebook Live on the Sorry DLM page to, to watch this in depth. But I think this is so huge for you trial attorneys because it doesn't matter across the board in communication what your intent is. I mean, your intent matters. No, I don't mean to say that. I mean, that is the starting point, as I said in the last Facebook live, but that's not the only thing that matters. Meaning you can't, you cannot get away with saying, well, I didn't mean it that way. So therefore, you know, what's the big deal and they should be fine with it. That is not what, we, what communication and being excellent at communication is about, and I see this all the time um, with trial attorneys, not just in terms of intent, but in terms of what they want to happen versus what the jurors want to happen. You know, so often I'll be in voir dire, which is where we're ramping to talk about today, and, or, or in a voir dire class or watching a mock jury or watching an actual jury, and there's let's say a talkative juror, for example, and because so many of you are scared, this is how this connects in voir dire of one thing, which is silence, you will allow that one juror to go on and on and on because at least someone's talking, right? I mean, it's I get it. It's, it's a hard thing to do. So what you're missing though is that you're going with what you want to happen and you do not have an eye on what the jury wants to happen. Because here's the thing, if you ever want to get really, really good at communication if you ever wanna get really, really good at trial, and let's get real specific, if you ever wanna get really, really good at Wadir, you will understand that it is never about what you want, ever, it is always about what the jury wants. If you can read what they want and give it to them, your permission will go through the roof, which is why I don't see or understand why y'all aren't flocking to our water studio (laughs) next week we still have two seats open because no one is teaching this. No one is teaching you how to actually understand what you're seeing in the jury and translating that into what you should be doing non-verbally, because there's no other way to actually do this. You have to be so focused on what you're seeing in the jury in order to be able to know what you do next, because the jury is the one that tells you what is appropriate to do next if you know what to look for. So when we're talking about the Joe Biden situation, it also applies to you. It's not about your intent or even what you want to happen. Good communication is all about having an eye on the listener, having an eye on the, on the audience, in your case, the jury, and giving them what they need. You know, in my book, I talk about the three things that you need to increase permission with anyone, but particularly with jurors, and that is need is number one, context and timing. So if you can give the jurors what they need, permission goes up, which means they're more receptive to you and you can get away with a lot more. All right, so that's my little rant on Joe Biden and the difference between intent, and how it's received and how as good communicators, you must understand there is a difference between what you intended and how someone's receiving it and good communicators always have an eye on how their message is going to land. All right, so now that we've kind of got that out of the way, and if you want to hear more about that, go back to Sorry SorryDLM um, page, the Facebook page, and I did a whole Facebook Live on it and how to read people, and it's all on there. So go ahead and watch that one. And by the way, if you ever want to just pop in that one live, it's at 9.15, although we're considering uh, moving the time, but there it is. Uh, maybe Christy can even post a link to our regular Facebook page. Let's talk about what I wanted to really talk about today, which is the scariest part of Wadir, and I think you probably know what I'm going to say, maybe not, but what I've seen across the board that attorneys are scared of, the one part of Wadir, and that is follow-up. All right. That is follow up. So, so many of you will say to me, the reason why voir dire is frightening is because I can prepare my side of the conversation, but I have no idea what the jurors are going to say. And furthermore, when they actually stop talking, if I get them to talk in the first place, um, then I don't know what to do with that. And so that's where I see constantly, as a Wadir expert and person working with you on Wadir, this is where you guys get stuck all the time. Because you view, trial attorneys in general, Preparation as the holy grail, right? Preparation is what's going to save you. If you lost a trial, it's because you didn't prepare enough. I mean, I hear this over and over again. Well, why this go south? Why well, didn't prepare enough? I didn't, you know, I didn't do as much preparation. I hear that quite a bit. I'm not saying that, that you don't say other things, you know, there are obviously other things that go wrong at trial, but in terms of the things that you can take control of and what, what you see your failing is, a lot of times it's preparation. And obviously you guys have a lot to do. And there is not a lot of time to prepare as much as you think you can prepare. But what I want you to really understand is that when it comes to follow up and when it comes up to voir dire in general, preparation is not what's going to save you. It just isn't. It is not the thing that is going to make this work. Yes, we can prepare and, and figure out who our ideal juror is. Last week's Facebook Live was on that very thing. I think one of our Facebook lives, go to the video tab and you can find that. It's also in the podcast from Hostage to Hero. Yes, once we have our ideal juror profile, then we can create questions. Yes, we can order those questions so they flow in the right timing. You know my method, those of you who know me. This is very, very specific, okay? So yes, we can do all of those things. But once you're actually in voir dire, in the moment, doing the thing, preparation is not what's going to save you. It lays the groundwork right? So that you've got this roadmap that you know where you're going and how you want to shape the conversation. But you need an entirely different skill set once Wadir begins. And I want to talk about one of the skills today. And, And that is, and it's going to sound totally ridiculous and something you've heard a million times before, but stick with me because you've never heard it like this. What you need to focus on and what you need to get really good at is listening. Now, I don't want you to just think, oh, great. neano yeah, I know. I got to listen to the jurors. I've heard that a million times. I just see CLE. i listening, blah, blah, blah. I'm not talking about listening to the juror. Mm, didn't think I'd say that, did you? I'm talking about listening to your intuition. Because this, my friends, is where everything good in Wadir dire happens. And none of y'all that I'm seeing are giving yourself a chance to let your great Instincts and intuition play out in Wadir because you are so viewing Wadir as some sort of script, some sort of, okay, I've got my questions, now I'm gonna follow them, and then, oh, oh, this juror said that, but that's not on my script, now what do I do? but you know, deer in headlights, right? No, you don't have, you don't trust yourself. I'm just gonna say it, you don't. You don't get out there and just stand in front of this group and go, I've got these questions formulated, yes but I'm gonna play with whatever they say because I know my intuition is gonna cue me in to know what to say next or what to ask next. And you know how I know this? You know how I know this is true for every single one of you out there that you can do this and that that this is possible and that magic can happen? Well, one is because I've worked with y'all and I know that you can do it, but two is that we all have intuition, every single one of us. And if you would just give it a chance to arrive, this is what's so true here, it will. The only reason you feel like the deer in headlights or I don't know what to say next is because you're afraid of one very big thing, silence. We tend to think that when silence occurs, this means that we're not prepared, which of course, again, is our big fear, that we don't know what to say next, that how do I hold space for this moment of silence, everyone should be talking at all times, guess what? The jurors are talked to at death, right? I mean, just we just talk, 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 talk. It's all talk. Silence is good. Silence allows you to breathe, if you do in fact breathe. And that is where intuition drops in. Intuition is not gonna take you by the shoulders and shake you and say, listen to me, I have the perfect follow-up. No, it's going to arrive in the moment that is quiet and where you are focused. Which means, as a juror is done speaking, first two things, as the juror is speaking, you're actually listening to the juror, right? Not just listening to yourself in terms of your inner monologue. This is a good answer, this is a bad answer, what do I do, this are. Right. You're actually fully engaged with the juror. When they're done speaking, you take a breath, and whatever pops in next is exactly what needs to be said. Look, the reason we came up with the Wadier Studio, for example, is years ago, says 2013, so six years ago, I was doing a power presence seminar here in Portland with about 50, 60 attorneys, and we took a bunch of you and put you in a, in a, um, you know, Connie was there, and Connie's on with us this morning, and put you in a, um, jury box, then we had people come up and, and pretend and do voir dire. And you, you know, I was so struck by how much you struggled with this that I thought we've got to do something about this. And so I would get up there and I'd say, all right, let's try this. And I would model something for the group. And <laughs> all the people in the group were like, how do you do that? How do you just come in and, and just start asking these questions? Look, there's nothing special that I'm doing except for waiting and trusting, my intuition that it'll tell me the next right thing to say. Look, I've been to cocktail parties with you guys. I've been at the CLEs with you. I've talked to you on coffee breaks. None of you are so okay. Let's say none of you. (laughs) Most of you are not socially awkward and wondering what to say next as we're standing there, holding our coffee. We converse, just fine. And you've had no trouble or issue doing that with me or anyone else in those situations. That's what you have to remember is that you do this all the time. And yes, wadir is different in that you have an agenda and you've got these people waiting and they're going to jump in and object and yes i get all of that but what i want to continue to remind you is that you do this all the time you know how to converse with people you're not constantly in a conversation at least i hope not i don't think you are always worried about what to say next and kind of wanting to jump in the minute the other person stops talking no you just naturally allow it to flow and what i want to why i want to remind you of that is you can take that skill and bring it into Wadir. In fact, you have to. You have to get to the point where you can stand in front of this juror and be as comfortable as you are in your own living room with guests in your home. And in fact, that's how it should feel to jurors. And I think I posted a trial tip a couple um, weeks ago in the in the group about how when you move in the courtroom, you should move as if you are just as comfortable in your living room. Same thing here with Wadir. You don't need to have this formal conversation that just is stilted, nor do you need to go over to the whole, you know, first date thing like, hey, what are y'all reading these days? Because that's not good either. It is a professional conversation, yes, but it is one where you are just with the jury and you are... Excited to learn about them, and you're curious about the things that they say. I mean, I can't tell you how many times you know the attorney has this the script of questions that we've prepared, and a an attorney or juror will answer, and they'll say something that's like perfect to follow up, just exactly right for our case. But because that question is like far further down, the attorney just skips over it. Listen. <laughs> The jurors get to decide when we talk about whatever we talk about. If it's not in our list, who fucking cares? They brought it up. That's the most organic, natural place to talk about. So go there. Stop looking at this as in terms of silence and in terms of the formality of some big huge thing that you cannot overcome. You can and you do all the time. I see you do it. but the biggest strength you have in Wadir is your intuition is to telling you what needs to be asked next. Now, I'm gonna do a whole podcast on um, the levels of listening, and this is something I've learned in my coach's training. There are three levels. So there's listening to yourself, your inner monologue, all right, that which is where most of you live and what ear. There's listening to the juror, right, or the person you're talking to. Very intently, this is all the listening you guys have been trained in, right? Very intent listening to the person. But that's would be a mistake to end there. There's a third level of listening, and that's listening to your intu- intuition, what's in the room, What's happening with the group? That's where the art happens because I've seen a lot of attorneys who get, yes, get out of their head and that's wonderful. But now they go into that really intense level two listening where they're really intensely listening to one juror and the rest of the jurors are like, why the hell are we here? And it feels like a private conversation, right? So it's not just about level two listening, intensely listening to someone else. It's about listening to the entire what's happening in the room, what's happening in your body, what needs to be asked next. How does the room feel? And you might be listening to me, sorry, and you might be thinking, how the heck do you do that? You do that when you start to trust yourself that you don't need to constantly be in some script and be filling every moment when you actually arrive in the space and take a breath and trust yourself. You guys, most of y'all can talk about your case for three hours, if not longer, without any certain sort of notes, because I know you do it all the time with me. This isn't a preparation problem. This is a comfort in your skin problem. And what my job is, and what we are focusing on creating here in this group and, and moving forward with all the products and things that we're coming up with, is to give you a space where you can learn how to show up as yourself. Listen, Nick Rowley, Jerry Spence, Keith Mitnick, Rick Fried, I don't care who the hell we're talking about, none of them have anything on you. All that they've been able to do is figure out how to be the best version of themselves. And the place that you're going wrong, most of you, is to try is look at their success and and try that on and say, to be successful, I've got to look like that. No, you don't. To be successful, you need to fully embrace who you are and show up as that person, yes, with good communication skills, which is what I'm here to help you do. But that's the first step. When you fully embrace who you are, and that you tell yourself you can handle anything and that you can talk to anybody, because you can. You do it all the time that's where magic happens at trial join me at water studio if you've come before come again many people have come two three four times to learn how to read the jury and to get comfortable in your own skin i've got two seats left next week i'm telling you it will change your life i have people say well i don't have trial for another 18 months who cares? You know, I was talking to Jesse Wilson. Many of you know, Jesse Wilson, Jesse and I are cooking up something Be on the lookout for, for that. And he and I were talking about how most of y'all wait till the last moment to hire him or me, or go to one of these things. Cause you're not in trial. You, and he said this, so I'm going to get attribute to him. You are always preparing for trial. Always. Every moment that you are in this world of trial, you're preparing for trial. Everything you do is to prepare for trial. Even if your trial isn't three years from now, you're preparing for trial. So don't miss this opportunity. All right. Is there any questions? This would be the time to, um, check in. See, I love seeing so many of you give me a like if you like what I'm talking about today. Um, I love being with you. I look forward to this morning, uh, every, every week. And so this is really super fun for me, but this is your chance to get in on the last two seats. I'm telling you, we'll throw in the strategy session. Um, Uh, Wadir package with the video and everything. I'll still extend that if you guys want in, Um, but this is the time. I'm telling you, it'll change your life. No one in the U.S. is teaching people how to read the jury like I teach you how to read the jury, how to figure out who the leaders are, who the liaisons are, who your outliers are, who the bullies are, and how to work with those four key individuals, how to form the group. Dudes, don't miss it. We only have, I think, um, a couple more. I can't remember how many more we have. And most of them are already half fill in, in the next, in July, September, and November, almost all those classes are half full. So do it, do it now. All right. Well, keep connecting with me when I see, put stuff on Facebook, give me a like. So I know you're out there. We're going to, we're creating a tribe here, people. We want to change. The way that trial is done and that's by helping you show up in a real authentic way and arming you with tools so that you can be the best version of yourself at trial because that's what wins trials. So stay in the group, stay connected, give me questions, give me comments. That's what I'm here to do and uh, we are going to be talking more as the weeks go by. All right, check out From Hostage Hero, the podcast, I talk about a lot of this stuff in depth and let me know what else you'd like me to be podcasting on. The um, Wadier Studio info I can see that Christy's put in the um, comments below. Talk to you guys soon.
0: That's it for this episode of From Hostage to Hero, but head to our website, SorryDLM.com, for other must-have resources from Sari Delamont. Read the transcript of this podcast, watch trial tip videos, or download your free copy of Sari's article, Why Jurors Hate the Hobby Question. We're glad you joined us today, and until next time, remember that to lead a hostage to freedom, you must first free yourself.